Hello and welcome. I'm Al Barrows, and this is UFO Disclosure, the podcast that's meant to show an average person's reaction to all the UFO, UAP news from everywhere and anywhere. So the UAP hearings in Congress um, have not resumed yet. George Knapp, um, the famous uh, reporter who originally interviewed Bob Lazar, had something to say about that harder the pushback will gonna, is going to be. And that pushback is underway right now. The chairman of the House Intelligence Committee is one of those sources of that pushback. He's trying to stop uh, further hearings. He's already said there will be no more. He's trying to stop the creation of a select committee that would have subpoena power. Uh, he's trying to discourage his colleagues, and he's a powerful guy. He's trying to discourage his colleagues from supporting Burchett and Luna and the others who are trying to push this ball down the field. And then reality sets in. Reality for Congress, the, the real risk in this UFO disclosure movement, if that's what you want to call it, is that other things take precedent. They always have. Right now, Congress just got back into session. Look what they're dealing with. They're talking about shutting down the government. Uh, you know, members of the House and, and some in the Senate are saying they are not going to approve the defense budget that has that Schumer legislation. Um, they're not going to approve the overall budget. They're ready to shut down the entire government. They've launched a, what looks like an impeachment proceeding against the president. You can bet that those two items, among some other things, are way higher on the list than UFO transparency, that members of Congress are dealing with those as a matter of priority Far more um, of their time is going into that than in dealing with UFOs. That's just reality. And that's what is, has cut off UFO inquiries and investigations in the past. And I think that it plays into the hands of those who don't want it to go further right now. So George Knapp is talking about priorities in Congress. And uh, if you've been following the um, uh, Congress lately, you know that they're almost on the verge of shutting down. Um they're having problems approving the defense budget, for example. Uh, they're trying to put forth some sort of an impeachment uh, proceeding against the president. And uh, George Knapp specifically uh, uh, spoke about the chairman of the House Intelligence Committee trying to stop the UAP hearings. George Knapp uh, is talking about uh, the reason why the next UIP congressional hearing um, hasn't uh, come up yet. Um, obviously, priorities in Congress uh, have taken precedence. Um, there is also uh, progress overall, though, if we look at um, Arrow or the All Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, ever since the um, Assistance Defense uh, Secretary Susan Hicks took over, and this is who Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick reports to now, Catherine Hicks, that is. Um, they put out that new ERA website, um, and um, it describes what the most common UFOs look like. Um, it shows declassified videos. It's an attempt to show more transparency ever since the um, July the 26th um, UAP hearings where uh, David Grush, David Fravor, and Ryan Graves gave testimony. I guess Arrow uh, felt that they needed to show more transparency. So check out that uh, new website. It's arrow.mil. That is A-A-R-O dot M-I-L. Um, 
the Congressional uh, Caucus also that was formed in order to push uh, more, for more congressional hearings also put out their own uh, website. And this is led by uh, Congress people like Tim Burchette um, and Congresswoman Luna. Um, that new uh, website is just really awesome. You guys have to check it out. It has so much on the UAP from history to um, the movements to tapes uh, to even recent events. And that uh, uh, website that was put out by the UAP Congressional uh, Group is the um, UAPcaucus.com. Uh, um, so there is some progress going on, a lot more government transparency. I mean, if you look at both of those uh, websites, the Arrow website by the Department of Defense or Pentagon, and then uh, the congressional uh, leaders that are pushing for the UAP hearings, they haven't been idle. They put out that incredible website that I just mentioned. Please check it out. It's UAPcaucus.com. Okay, so moving on, the um, Custom and Border Patrol recently released videos of UAPs. And this is rather odd. It was uh, released without any context whatsoever. But it adds uh, on to the uh, government transparency that we're seeing from Arrow or the Department of Defense. And in addition to the congressional uh, uh, push for UAP hearings and their website, um, uh, uapcaucus.com, it's all unprecedented transparency that we're getting from the government. Never before have we seen so much transparency on the UFO issue. And now the Custom and Border Patrol has thrown their head in by releasing these videos. It's um, 10 videos that they've released of UAPs, videos um, focusing, um, the clip that I'm about to show focuses in on a 2013 Aguadilla, Puerto Rico video. Um, so this is all part of Congress and NASA taking the UAP issue more seriously. Um, towards the end of the clip that I'm about to show, you'll see Chris Mellon uh, commenting on the uh, recent release uh, CBP uh, videos, Chris Mellon being the former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence. And here it is. Okay. Or unidentified anomalous funny story in the news these days. And here's why. Because as compelling as this video I'm about to show you is, we just do not have straight answers on what we're seeing. Of course, we're talking UFOs again, or unidentified anomalous phenomenon, as the government calls it. And we just came across a very odd, very under-the-radar release of some videos and documents that I've been trying to get for years. Now, with no explanation, all of a sudden, Customs and Border Patrol has released 10 videos from what looks like forward-looking infrared cameras from different incidents and an odd 380-some pages of reports, news clippings, and emails about people at CBP talking about UAPs. Uh, but there is a lot redacted, so it's hard to understand exactly what's going on. And some of it has to do with agents saying they've seen stuff and being scared of the whole stigma that comes with talking about UAPs. But the videos... The videos paint a more black and white picture, and at least one of them, this one immediately caught my eye because it's the same video I saw leaked years ago that I filed a freedom of information request to get my hands on. Never heard back. 
But among the UFO community, it is very well known. It's called the Aguadilla video. And again, there's no context released from the CBP. So I just want to show it to you so you can be left with the same questions I've been trying to get answered. Uh, what we're seeing here is allegedly from Aguadilla, Puerto Rico. And back in 2013, a CBP aircraft spots this thing that you're seeing right there in the middle of your screen flying over the airport, tracks it for several minutes. They're trying to figure out what it is. They just don't know. They don't have an exact size, but they think it's smaller than a plane. And they follow it as you see it there going over some trees, going over a road, going over some fields. It's heading towards the ocean. Now, we're going to fast forward just a bit towards the ocean because that is when things get weird. Here you see it dip down into the ocean, doesn't seem to lose any speed, then continues on, then maybe it looks like, I don't know, it splits into two or something, or maybe something joins it before it, they try to track it, disappears, uh, just gets lost in the water, and then they, they lose sight of it. And again, we haven't heard an official comment on what this is from CBP. There have been theories that this is everything from a pelican to a UFO that can somehow dip into the water without losing velocity, which is beyond anything we have. So, what it is, we don't know. But it is weird, and you'd think someone would tell us what was going on since this happened back in 2013. And that's just one of 10 videos released. Some of them seem to show things like uh, floating objects over the border that could be anything from hang gliders to balloons to drones, from cartels maybe. But again, all of this is coming after promises by lawmakers, by NASA, by the Pentagon that they are taking this seriously and could have answers soon. So fingers crossed. And I do want to bring in one very oh, special right person. There. This is a person who has led to this very odd time in our nation's Mellon. UAP history. He's former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence, Chris Mellon, who has been pushing the government to disclose more of what we know. Chris, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I want to ask straight up, this release from CBP, what do you make of these videos being made public now? It's very interesting. I don't know why it's coming at this time, but it's very significant for a couple of reasons. This will help the public understand what our military personnel are encountering all over the world. We're getting on the Defense Department side 50 to 100 reports per month. And this is happening globally. It's happening overseas. It's happening off the East Coast and the West Coast. And this will help people better understand why Congress takes the issue seriously, why it's a national security issue, some of the challenges we're facing monitoring and controlling our airspace in the wake of the Chinese balloons, and of course the explosion of drone use around the world. So um, I think it's very helpful and kudos to Customs and Border Patrol. So I've been watching these videos uh, probably way too much today. And, you know, some of them, the Aguadilla video still kind of baffles me. Uh, and yet some of the videos that we've seen, they look like they could be a hang glider. They look like they could be a balloon. But all of this is being released without, like, any context here. Do you think that that's one step forward or two steps back? Or, or, or as you said, is it still progress in your eyes? It's absolutely progress in my eyes. I hope that the Defense Department and intelligence community are paying attention. These videos were released. People are not freaking out. They're not overreacting. It's helping to educate the public. They have many videos that are of a similar unclassified nature or were until they, out of the blue, created this new classification guide that made everything automatically classified. I don't think that's lawful. I don't think that's consistent with the executive order governing classification, but they're withholding a lot of similar kinds of videos from the public on that basis.
I know this is kind of a technical question. I hate to put you on the spot, but do you know of anything that the United States has that can go from air to sea uh, without losing velocity? I do not. Um, I will say that the Chinese recently demonstrated a drone that could go underwater and, and go back into the air. This, of course, I'm not suggesting this was necessarily a, a Chinese drone. We're seeing a wide range of things. It's important for the public to understand this is happening. It's happening a lot. And it's quite a, a zoo of different things. Uh, sometimes they're 50-foot wide objects that go at hypersonic speeds. More often, they're these small, uh, mysterious sort of things in orbs. Yeah, you mentioned in, orbs. In there. your opinion, what needs to happen now? Well, I hope the... Uh, other government agencies will follow this example. When the public better understands what's going on, they, the national security community overall benefits, they get more support. This is also helpful to scientists because one of the things different scientists are trying to do, like Dr. Loeb at Harvard, is use machine learning to track and identify these things for scientific research purposes. And to do that, they need a lot of video to train on, uh, far more than this. But um, it, it's a great public service. I think it will help. I think it'll help people's understanding a bit and better understand the challenge that our military has in this era uh, when drones are so prolific and we're seeing these other very strange and extraordinary things. And here is hoping for some definitive answers soon. Chris Mellon, thank you so much for joining us. Okay. So... It's a high number of reports that he quoted there, between 50 to 100 uh, reports of UAP sightings per month. Um, he also mentioned that uh, uh, CBP uh, putting out these videos shows the challenges of monitoring our airspace. Um, most importantly, I think what he said a few times is that what this video does, these videos do, is they help to educate the public or desensitize us um, to the fact that the UAP phenomenon is real and that uh, something should be done about it. Um, he also mentioned that the Chinese now recently demonstrated a drone that is transmedian goes inside the water and comes back out. Uh, but mainly he said that uh, most of these objects are orbs, which is um, what Arrow uh, recently posted on their website, the Arrow, um, A-A-R-O dot M-I-L, their website that they created, um, the Pentagon. And they're uh, highlighting the fact that most of their sightings are orb-shaped. So there you have Chris Mellon um, corroborating um, what Arrow has posted on their website recently, that a lot of these sightings are of orbs or that the um, objects or the UAPs are orb-shaped. Um, if you recall, um, this past July, Ryan Graves also reported seeing a UAP that was um, orb-shaped, or his was a cube within a sphere. A lot of these orb sightings, in other words, where do they come from? Um, recent guests that I had, uh, Rebecca Hardcastle Wright, um, 
spoke about interdimensional uh, beings. Could these UAPs be interdimensional? They seem to appear and disappear out of nowhere, sometimes going through solid objects. I thought I would go over a, um, a video that I found recently that explains uh, the difference between third and fourth dimensional beings and we being the third dimensional beings, how a fourth dimensional being would interact with us and what that would look like. This two-dimensional creature has locked some precious gems away in a safe. She's checked the safe from every angle and is sure that no one will be able to break in without a key. But she hasn't taken into account the idea that a three-dimensional creature, such as myself, might be peering in from above. She doesn't even know the concept of above. I could steal these gems without a key and without damaging the safe and she would have no idea how they were taken. But we should keep an eye out for ourselves. A four-dimensional creature could steal from our safes without a key, could take the yolk from an egg without breaking the shell, appear in a closed room, or see inside of our brains. The fourth dimension is perpendicular to all of our normal 3D space directions, and we have no walls up against that direction. Okay, so we have no walls up against that dimension. A fourth dimensional being can come through walls. They can peer down at us and interact with us um, without us even being aware of it. Um, that reminds me of a lot of the um, reports of uh, ETs coming through uh, into people's bedrooms. I recently read a book called Flatland by Edwin A. Abbott. And uh, this is a book that was written in the 1890s, but was far ahead of its time. And uh, he talks about um, uh, beings that uh, live in a two-dimensional world and how they have no concept of what it would be like to uh, live in a three-dimensional world and what that would look like if a third-dimensional being interacted with a second dimensional being and how uh, upon insertion of a third dimensional being, how that would just look like a circle and upon retraction that uh, it would just look like a pinpoint, which is very similar to what we see with UAPs. Um, in other words, it would be very odd and we have no conception of what a fourth dimensional being uh, would look like if they came into our third dimensional world. Um, but it's a coincidence that uh, both that video that I just showed about uh, third and fourth dimensional uh, being interaction coincides with what Edwin A. Abbott says in Flatland, um, where these dimensions exist side by side and uh, we could be totally unaware of them until we have some sort of interaction. And that interaction would seem almost magical to us. I'm Al Barros. This is UFO Disclosure. I hope you guys enjoyed my podcast. Uh, remember that uh, you can always uh, 
call your rep uh, your or your senator uh, and ask them about the UAP hearings, trying to get that going. Um, you can uh, check me out on my Instagram at UFO Disclosure Podcast and on Twitter at UFO Disclosure underscore for any updates. And uh, make sure you subscribe, like, and share. I also have a YouTube channel. All the blessings and love and good intentions go out to all. Thank you very much.